This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes. Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You Coming to you live from the Ziggurat in Omaha, deep below the metro area, it's THN. It's cover to cover, and it's Saturday, November 20th, and my name, it's Matt Buck. And I am the Internet's Joe Patrick. Here's how it works. Every Saturday morning at 11 Central Time, Matt and I go live on Facebook and Zoom to rep about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and of course the hottest criminal trials with you <laughs> live with our listeners it's true it is a live show and you're invited to play along so jump into our zoom you can find that link right in our live stream on the faces book or you can call us at 402-819-4894 or you can click our facebook call now button or chat with us in the facebook live chat maybe you know you've got a funny muppet voice or something that's fine i do don't let it stop me from going on the internet and the uh podcasting, I don't know. I was going to say radio, but that's not what it is. Anyway, we want you to play along. I think it still counts as radio. And if you can't call in live, you can still play along. You can leave us a message at that phone number, or you can send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. But before we do start talking to you jerks, we need to reset some of the news stories we've been following this week. It is a slow news week because the holidays are approaching and no one is working or doing anything. So, America grinds to a halt, and it's time for some nerd news. Nerd news. Uh, please do not bring up any actual criminal trials. We no, are not interested. We're not talking about it. There was a brand new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, and it goes full Sony-verse? No, it goes full Spider-verse, baby. Uh-huh. Sony-verse? Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess, it's a, I guess it's a little bit of everything. This week, we got yet another trailer for the upcoming Spidey 3 movie, confirming a lot of guest stars we already uh, suspected, some we knew about, and a couple that were rumored. Matt, how excited are you for the return of Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman? I was specifically not excited. I, I, I'm at a point now. I'm, and I'm not saying, like, I'm, I'm worried the Spider-Man movie's going to be garbage, but I have heard some people saying that. But I'm at a point where I don't care about the old Spider-Man Sony movies at all. Spider-Man 2 was fun, but I watched it again recently, and it was like, it was fun back in the day. But the new Spider-Man movies we have are so much better and so much more Spider-Man that, like, I sincerely hope that they are going to do away with all this stuff like make it die like there's a scene where like dr strange in the trailer is like we we basically have to wipe the reality out we have to kill them we have to thanos them <laughs> and spider-man's like that's no. not what he and said Spider-Man's he said like, that all no. of the villains he said that all of the villains that are appearing are fated to die yes because they're characters that have already died in the other movies right he did and, not say we have to kill them but spider-man yes. is saying can't we save them? There's got to be some way we can save everybody. And I was rooting for Doctor Strange saying, no, make them go away, please, so we don't have to deal with this anymore because I don't want it back. And I felt nothing when I saw the Sandman. I felt nothing when I saw Jamie Foxx as Lightning Lad. You know, like it just did nothing for me. <laughs> and I, I don't know what they're doing here. I trust them. And I think it's going to be fun, but now that they've just like full on ripped off the bandaid, went, uh huh, here you go, Doc Ock, the Green Goblin, it's all, all of them. The only thing we didn't see is Venom. And I don't know if that is because 
of something else, but we definitely didn't see like that Eddie Brock Venom. So um, there, there, a lot of people were saying that they only counted five villains from what is everyone assumes is going to be the Sinister Six. I and mean, we saw the lizard there too. And I yes, the, to but that is also it's yeah. Doc Ock, Electro, right? Um, Sandman, the lizard, and um, Green Goblin. So that's five. Uh, but eagle-eyed viewers of the trailer will notice that there were two goblins. There was a second goblin that uh, was blink and you'll miss it. Um, that looked much more like what Harry was wearing when he acted as the goblin in both of those. Right. Uh, in the Raimi and the Andrew Garfield movies. And um, well, isn't also, Keaton here too? I mean, couldn't the vulture be the sixth? It could have been. It could be the vulture, but we don't see the vulture. Yeah, in, 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 in like, and why would they right. hide that if, they, if he's going to be in costume? You know, I feel yeah. like they would just do it. But people are also mad that um, they didn't just rip the bandaid off and show Toby and Andrew Garfield. And I kept telling people like that is their moment in the movie that right. is cap lifting Mjolnir. Totally. That's going to be the and, last and, big battle scene. And I bet they yes. I literally just like we called our shot. I bet they're there maybe three to five yeah. minutes. Top. Well, I mean, it, like, I mean, the, the the climax of Avengers Endgame was 40 damn minutes long. So who well, knows? that but, was. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, like I'm I like, yes, we all know that they're in it. But how can we be surprised that they're not actually like. That is a moment they're saving for the theater. Right. And, um, you know, like, I mean, like, I won't go so far as to say that, like, I'm, like, super jazzed to see, like, the Raimi characters come back. Because, uh, like, again, those were fine in their day. I've moved on. It's all fun. And, like, I love the multiverse stuff. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I But I also agree with you that, like, when this is over, there needs to be one Spider-Man universe. And I think that there will be. Mm-hmm. In the um, Sony-verse. And it will no longer touch any of your favorite that's, Marvel characters. Sorry. Well, that is, <laughs> that's how I'm he saves having this. That's how I'm he saves them. And he's going to look right in the again. camera. And he's going to go, I'm doing it for you, America. Because this is what you want. And he's going to jump through an S-shaped portal. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's going to be fine. It's going to be a good movie. It'll it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. like I, I don't understand. But like, it's too much. Stoop. That's dumb. We all loved Avengers Endgame. It is the highest grossing movie of all time for ten minutes. But that's. I don't think that's the point. I think the point is a lot of people don't want that old stuff in their Spider Man. That's this. No, is not I don't think that's true. Chocolate one and bit. peanut butter come together. Well, if John Bunger shows up, he'll tell you it's absolutely true. He was yelling. Yes, that's about John. It. That's John. He's Bunger, not alone. Yes. There's other people too. I'm not saying that no one's going to see the movie, but a lot of people are like. I don't know if I want this. This is not. I've never. I've literally never heard anyone in all of this until just this moment. I've never heard anybody go. I don't want to see that stuff. I've nobody, been saying nobody, it for nobody. months now. So I don't listen to you <laughs> anyway. Surprise! ScarJo isn't done with Marvel yet. Remember a few months ago when Scarlet and Mickey Mouse had that tiff over her bonus money from the last Black Widow movie, and she burned Marvel Studios to the ground, and we never got another Marvel movie. It didn't go down quite like yeah, no. that. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's not quite what happened. ScarJo got paid. And at this week's 35th American Cinematic Awards, Kevin Feige announced she'll be back in the MCU, saying, We're already working with Scarlet on another non Black Widow related top secret Marvel Studios project with her as producer. Now, Joe, if it's not the new Black Widow movie with Baby Sis in the role, what is Scarlett Johansson producing? That is a great question. And uh, I don't 
I don't really have a theory about that. I'm assuming it's well, another sure. female-driven character. Um, but it also could be a red herring. Kevin Feige lies. We know this to be true. Yeah. Um, it could be a red herring to say that it's not Black Widow related. Um, oh, unless the loophole is is to say that they're not going to call Florence Pugh's character Black Widow. Um, and so it's going to be the Florence Pugh character, just not called Black Widow, or it's going to be Thunderbolts or whatever. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, I it, think she could be putting her money behind another Avengers film. I could see I, well, that. Her money? I doubt that. Well, she's a producer. That's what I'm saying. That, so yeah, partially, yeah, yeah they, that's what that means. They, <laughs> they let uh, Matt, they make everybody, they let anybody be a producer. She ain't financing I nothing. get that. But when you get really uh, big names like Scarlett Johansson, it seems like it would be a really large project if she's returning the MCU. And I could see her sure. producing I, another Avengers film. And I also don't, um, I also don't believe, uh, I would not be surprised if she was done being on camera. I think that there's enough wiggle room with timelines and whatnot uh, for them to say that she somehow survived uh, Endgame. I don't, I don't see that. Um, I don't see but that. I, I, I like for them to give her her solo movie after the character died. I mean, come on. I, I like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, anything can happen. It's the MCU. It could be a flashback show. It I could think be... if she reappears, it does flashback. But I think Scarlett Johansson is dead as the Black Widow because we have a new Black Widow. And I think they want to establish. Well, we, again, we have Yelena Belova, mm-hmm. who was only Black Widow for five minutes. Right. And then she's gone by about four different character names since then. Right. So she, there's no guarantee that she is actually going to be the Black Widow. I'm look, I'm not making any proclamations. I'm just saying I would not be surprised you, if they find a way to have that character would come you back. Be willing to make a nerd bet. Even if it's a, a, a no because again, I just said that I'm not making any God, proclamations. I, it's just that I would not be surprised. Coward. Uh no, it, like no, I'm not a coward. You're I'm a coward. not like I absolutely just explained just my it. position in Everyone detail. just saw it. Look at the chat. They're like they are so upset uh-huh. with you right. Yeah, now. right. Uh <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but it, yeah, I mean, we all knew that they were going to make up. We are at the very of least course. that Disney was going to make it's good or settle or something. And, uh, you know, maybe that was part of the, maybe that was part of the settlement. It's not that she's putting up money, but as part of like this, uh, new deal she's got with Disney that she gets to act in a more supervisory role. I have a feeling. Yes. I think that's part of the deal. They went, okay, we're going to give you a major production credit. And she says, all right, I want it on the next Avengers movie. And they go. You got it. I don't know. I'm also very curious about what form any kind of new Avengers movie will take. I know. Uh, I, I have no. And I, and I don't know that it's going to be like, like I kind of doubt it's just going to be like it's Rhodey and Sam and Bucky and all the characters that got left behind. I it's, agree. I don't think that's what we're getting. I don't think so either. I think it, it'll. It's going to take another form, and I think they have to do like a Young Avengers thing at this point. I think you have. To. And, but I also don't think that Young Avengers is necessarily going to be the stand-in for the big flagship team movie. Maybe you know what I mean. Like Young Avengers, it's is its own kind of thing, right? Um, so I don't know. I am, I am very curious. Um, but again, this isn't really surprising news. The, like the second they said she's suing Disney, they're like, okay, until when? Sure. Uh, like how much money are they going to give her? And that's also so. an argument with Disney, not with like MC. It's not like she was like punching Kevin Feige in the face. <laughs> she was no, no, mad. Uh, at, no, know. I think she did. She had a street fight right. with Kevin Feige. Oh, is that like, right? Out in the back lot. Yeah. Like pulled his uh, shirt over his head, hockey style, and just yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, she threw her. She threw her pads down <laughs> like a goalie and swung in there. Are you trying to say gloves? 
The gloves, pads, yeah. Yeah. They're you, padded gloves. You don't throw your pads down. You just drop your gloves. Is the All right. <laughs> Shut up. All right. In some heartwarming news, Jim Lee is helping to introduce the first Korean-American Muppet. Fresh off their fight with Texas Congressman Ted Cruz after Big Bird was spouting vaccination propaganda to children. Can you believe it? Nerve. <laughs> Sesame Street is doubling down on their woke status by inviting. Okay, listen, people are going to think we actually believe. The just way read we it. Talk. Just read it. This is fun. Uh, by inviting comic creator and DC publisher slash chief creative officer Jim Lee, who has filmed scenes for an upcoming Sesame Street special focused on Asian and Pacific Islander communities. AAPI is another way to say that. I don't know if they say it oppy or what, but I think they just say AAPI. Okay, uh, it's called "See Us Coming Together." Quote uh, colon a Sesame Street special. The special will also introduce the first Korean-American Muppet, a seven-year-old girl named Ji Young, played by puppeteer Kathleen Kim. Matt, remember when Sesame Street was a whites-only Christian program? What happened? This is my favorite part of this story, is somehow you can have such, like, a wonderful thing. Like, hey, it's stupid that we don't have, you know, an Asian Pacific Islander Muppet, so let's get a famous Asian beloved cre- Asian Pacific Islander creator to do it. And there are a subsect of people who can be like, Bah, what the come on, Sesame Street. Like right, Sesame right. Street has always been a multicultural, completely woke, uh, educational, open, and accepting place. There was never a time where it was this thing that the people are mad at it. Now, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so uh, just completely coincidentally, uh, when I was gathering the news for this episode, I was uh, I got off on a tangent trying to remember the name of the human characters on Sesame Street. And I was like, oh, yeah, there was Luis and Gordon Maria. Maria. And I was like, Gord, I like and I was like, who was that guy? Gord? Who was the. There was a there was like only one guy, one white guy on the show yeah. other than Mr. Hooper. And it, and it was a, and, it, and I mistakenly said. Gordon at first, no, and was, my wife Michelle was like, "Oh no, no, no!" Gordon was the Gordon, Gordon was the big, the black sexy, guy. bald black dude. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." And so I googled it, um, and not only did I discover uh, the character's name uh, I was missing was Bob. By the way, Bob uh, has been around since the beginning, um, but Gordon and his family were in the very first episode of Sesame Street, and other than Mister Hooper, they were the only other human characters on that episode. So from the start, yeah. Uh, Sesame Street was all about inclusion. Right. And uh, so, oh boy, Frank's writing Sesame Street down on his notepad uh, for items to discuss when he calls it. <laughs> uh, he's got he's got big time thoughts. Uh, yeah. So, of course, this is wonderful news. Yeah. And, the, 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 and Jim Lee. <laughs> that's awesome. They were bringing Jim Lee. Yeah. And Simu, uh, Simu, Simu Lu is going to be on it. Shang-Chi. And Jim Lee, um, thankfully, did not put them up it in a bunch of like weird techno armor with lots of lines and she's got a ton. <laughs> she's got a ton of weird cross hatching on her face, which is very strange. When yeah. You try to tr- that to felt right you know and the armor she's the only armored muppet which i don't get it but you know <laughs> she's the only armored muppet <laughs> and she has like four swords she's only got two arms each sword has two blades oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. that must be what it, it looks like yeah. four swords but it's two blades on two swords on each sword got yeah right. all right enough of this let's reset a question of the week let's open these damn phone lines and talk to these nerds uh you know what i totally dropped the ball uh 
in coming up with a Thanksgiving themed question of the week. The question we chose uh, was we want to know your favorite fictional best friends, bromances, lady bromances, whatever. But if in addition you want to talk about uh, what nerdy things you are thankful for this Thanksgiving, hit us up. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, what are you it's thankful the season. for? Let's do that's a good one. I like that. I was going to do uh, my Thanksgiving question was comics about food. Favorite comics about food. There's Ooh. a ton of them. I'm like, but regardless, you heard the news. You've got your question. Let's open the phone lines. When we do that on the show, there'll be a it's really impressive. Right now, it's just live. Whatever. Speaking of whatever, Frank, get in here. <laughs> yeah, the new, uh, Brian Domingo says the new Muppet is the daughter of Spiral and Shatterstar. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. And Oscar the Grouch is armored if you think about it. I can't. That's that's ask, right, Frank. I cannot ask Frank to unmute. I don't know what the deal is. Is am I the host? Oh, you're the host. Yeah, you have to ask him to unmute. That's why I made you the host so you could turn your camera back on. Frank, I'm clicking the button. So just hover over him and ask to unmute. I did. There I did. Go. All right. And, and now there he is. You, Welcome, I'm Franklin. Here How are we? You, the host. Matt Bomb is the host. Oh, we're good. We're good. How are you doing, guys? Good. We're, we're good. Uh, oh, Matt Bomb's the host now. Damn it, he's gonna cut me off. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Brad. All right, Frank, it was uh, so good I talking to you, man. Have a good one. I'm We're going to keep moving here, but uh, <laughs> uh I didn't even I didn't even exercise my power to mute Matt when I had the chance. Nope. Sorry. You sucker. could have, man. You could have. All right. So how are you guys doing today? Good. We're real good. How are you? I missed last week. I missed last week because I, I was grading. Um I was in grade I've been in grading hell for a week now. So <laughs> it's over. It's finally over. Good for and you. And I'm done with grading this week. Let's talk about Star Trek Discovery, okay. damn it. <laughs> I'm so fired yes, up. That's the first thing on my list <laughs> is Star Trek Discovery. Um no spoilers. I won't give any spoilers, but really great episode, really yeah. great episode. I was I've seen it. I've only watched it once. I want to watch it a second time. Um it, it was it was beautiful. My so my personal um, theory on what's what the big bad is this year is uh, V'ger. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, and I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's V'ger. I just think it's V'ger. Um, I thought I love the new costume designs. I thought the new costume designs were great. But I liked them better than the gray. The gray was boring, and I think that kind of speaks boring. to Ugh. the whole renewal of the Federation. Yeah, they're bringing the life back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they brought the color back in, you know. So that was that was great. Um, I really, really liked the scenes on Kaminar. Um, and as soon yeah. as I saw them, I was like, they're using one of those things like they used in the Mandalorian. Oh, definitely. Yes, thank, yes. You for, thank you for bringing definitely. that up. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. I watched. Um, I don't know if anybody else watches it, but I forced myself to sit through uh, the ready room. Uh, every week, which is the uh, kind of discussion show hosted by yeah. Will Wheaton, who I am not a fan of. Uh, nothing against, like nothing against the guy. But I just personally am not fond of him. Um, oh. But uh, they yeah. discussed on this episode of the Ready Room the uh, Paramount built. Uh, their own version, they called it an AR wall, and it's not quite the same as the volume, which is the one that Lucasfilm uses to right. make the Mandalorian. Um, right. it's not like it's not like essentially like a 360 dome. Um, but it is uh it is this huge virtual reality wall uh wow. that, that goes uh, well around and then uh partially up and over so oh, wow. that they can project any environment they want on the screen. I will give you one guess to uh, tell me what you think they call it. 
Um, the holodeck. Oh man, it's called the holodeck. It's called the holodeck. Okay, all Come right. on. I'm like, I'm like, it's got. It can't be the holodeck. It can't be that simple. But it it's, is. They awesome. call it the holodeck, and I squealed. I That's was like, great. oh my god. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But they did it. They 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 adopted that technology. Uh, and they're using it, and it is like they're—it's breathtaking. And what it's, they have I love it. It, it is amazing. just a matter of time before we're all having sex in our own holodecks in our house. It's coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's yeah, coming. It was, it, mm, mm, interesting choice of words, man. Uh, <laughs> but it was—it was a great episode. It was a great episode. I really loved it. It's really setting up for a really great uh, season. I think um, I. End of the episode. I'm not going to say what it was, but wow, that was a, that was a gut punch um, at the yeah. end. Yeah, but yeah. so Prodigy. I don't know if you've watched Prodigy yet, but Prodigy's turn out. It's getting good. I like it a lot. It's beautiful. It's definitely it's it's definitely streamlined for a kids it's for show. Kids. Yeah, it's for kids. Well, you know, because it's like it, it's it, there's a single plot line going on. There's I mean, nothing it's, else. it's Nickelodeon. You know, they show it on yeah. Paramount Plus, but it's sure. you know, Nickelodeon. Res- yeah, there are resolutions going on. Um, I'm not crazy about the fact that they sort of like they're putting it on hiatus till after Discovery's over because, you know, it's like the kid, you know, if you want kids Why? to be interested in yeah. Star Trek, you got to keep playing it. Um, yeah, what else? Let's see. Oh, I wanted to talk about this huge spoiler for Ghostbusters. I keep saying everyone's crying. That's okay. the spoiler. Yeah. And it's making oh, me think crying. That's the, that's the spoiler. Everyone's crying. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and I and I'm not gonna say it because I kind of have a feeling why, but I'm gonna wait till I see the movie. So I'm not gonna say it, but it's like not like I know why reviews. people are saying that. Uh, so I uh, that was something I forgot to put in the notes. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife came out this week as well. Um, yeah. The re- the re- reviews are generally favorable. Everyone thought it was gonna be kind of a train wreck. Um, yeah, oh, and it's, it's turning out it. not to be. Um, our good friend Kevin Coffey uh, saw it and he loved it. Um, but I, I went, I just, I just, I happened to see an article that was like, let's talk about the post-credit scenes. And I watched them or I didn't watch them obviously, but I read the article because yeah. I was like, whatever, when am I going to get to the theater? And, right. uh, I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, they, there was like a, a nice little happy, uh, happy ending moment and then a hint for something in the future. Um, mm. but there's something, um, I guess I don't know if this is a spoiler or not don't do it, it then. W- don't do it don't do no, it I, I don't, don't think it's do a spoiler it. but i'm not gonna say it because you, you can uh, never okay. tell and we can edit it no, no, when no, we I, do it on a regular show but no, now we're I'm live just, I, no i'm just <laughs> yeah. I, like i think it was announced that this thing was happening but i don't care i don't want to yeah it. don't yeah, do yeah, it but it's an emotional it's an emotional thing sure let's leave it that's the main criticism i've seen of that like they tried to make it too serious and gut punchy and they want it and like where's the funny we want the funny yeah um, I think it's going to be funny. I think it's going to be great. Um, I watched watched the original Ghostbusters last night with my kids. They loved it. It's great. So um, Spider-Man trailer. Doc Strange says, let's Scooby-Doo this crap. We all know how litigious Warner Brothers is to <laughs> why would, you know, to mention a character like Scooby-Doo in a Marvel movie when it's a Warner Brothers. I this is this is a ridiculous way out there theory. Maybe the Flash is going to show up in 
the movie Frank. like for a split second, Frank. You know, as a, as <laughs> okay. a universe. All right. As a universe. Can you save crossover. this for the screen rant or the inverse cast, please? <laughs> Would you read this on wegotthiscovered.com, Frank? I don't know. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, no I mean, here's hey, what you look, don't know, that, Frank. Scooby Doo. Because Scooby Doo is like I would lose my mind. Scooby Doo was created around the same time as Mary Shelley's Dracula, so he is a public Uh, character that has been around for hundreds of years. Yes, beloved Scooby Doo. Yeah, the the, (laughs) The talking Rottweiler or whatever the the hell he is. The the, the, the the century-old Scooby Doo, right? That's right. Um, That's right. (laughs) He lives. Yeah, but little known fact. Little known fact: when they went around solving mysteries before, they used to ride around in a horseless carriage. Yes, that's yes. That is correct. That's right. I just want I just want to throw that in there because I think it's hilarious that they they threw the Scooby Doo the quote in there. Uh, there um, was something. There was something brand new. I think there was a brand new um, Marvel comic or uh, yeah, something we just read this past week where the characters referenced Batman. Yeah. Uh, and, oh. Really? And uh, like this, guys, this is not a surprise. Like I've seen characters in Marvel comics wearing Batman t-shirts like for sure. decades. Sure. They've done this. So, like, they, 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 like they, they always just do like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right. like mentions. So, like, uh, like they, they obviously exist in the Marvel universe as fictional characters, sure. which they are. And, um, Right, uh, but yeah, to but to actually like come right out and say uh, Scooby Doo is pretty funny. Frank, yeah, we do got to keep moving. It's a, it's a it's a cultural. All right, let me tell you, so. let me tell you my answer of the week then. Okay. Um. Okay. So my answer of the week is Doctor McCoy and Spock. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a great two, romance. I do love it. I um, love it. That's a that's a great friendship, and uh, I am thankful for all of the Hallmark Star Trek ornaments. Uh, all right. Oh, that's adorable. Ah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Frank. Good to talk to you, man. <laughs> um, I when I was a kid, I always pretended that the DC characters were all comic book characters in the Marvel universe and the Marvel characters were all comic book characters in the DC universe. So they did exist in both places, but only in their comics, which is awesome. Damon Chan, uh, talk to us. Hello. How are we Hello, doing, everyone? brother? Good to talk What's to you. What's going on? Yeah. Happy Saturday. Yeah. So yeah, all right, let me jump in real quick. Let's do it. Um, for my question of the week. So um, answer the question of the week, rather, uh, is Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. Yeah. My very first romance that yeah, I ever yeah, read in comics. 100%. <laughs> totally. 100%. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, for a while, they were, they were like DC's only friends, too. Yes. yes <laughs> right? Right? I mean, no. good Lord. No, that's not right. I feel well, like they I were. Mean, who, else was, who else was really close back in the day? Like, I can't yeah. think of anybody. Yeah, no. uh, well, like pre, like uh, I mean, uh, pre-crisis, Superman and Batman were actually no. like best, best friends. No, it's true. Well, yeah, um, when they weren't trying yeah. to ruin each other's lives. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> again, I'm talking about this is before they made like Batman super duper grim, right? Um, but you've got you've got like um, Dick Grayson and Wally West, uh, Flash and uh, Flash and Hal, I see, uh, Barry I even, and Hal. I even feel Hulk like Man and the Atom. Like, no, those guys are like actual bros. Yeah, I feel like Dick um, and Wally, Oliver like Queen in and the Titans, Oliver all they did was fight over Queen and Green Lantern. I will give. I'll give yeah. you. I'll give you Ollie and Hal. I'll give you that. But I feel like Dick and Wally were just always fighting over girls in the Titans because they were no, that no. Those was. guys were best friends. They like they showed up for Wally's. <laughs> they were too yeah. horny to be friends. Come on, it was the Titans. No. Everybody was running around like like deep plunging V's <laughs> and open bellies and little like Tarzan shorts. <laughs> it was crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Yeah, these were a crazy time. So yeah, we'll figure. What, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that was that. But let me jump into some other things I want to talk to real quick. Yeah. Um, I watched the first episode of Cowboy Bebop, which is my like my, my favorite anime of all time. Um, all right. So I, my thoughts are this: I, I see this getting like a lot of bad rap all around, like the, you know various critics, and some yeah. absolutely love it. 
I actually don't mind it. I actually liked the very first episode. I loved it. Yeah, it was extremely stylistic, and they didn't like run away from the from the background of the source material, which is what I think is is off putting to a lot of critics right now. That's why you're getting that is exactly it. Look at the bad reviews. You read these bad reviews, and you're like, okay, so you just don't get what they're doing here, right? Like they're like, well, I mean, the the chemistry was kind of strange and stuff. Like, yes, but that's how they talk. It's supposed (laughs) to be. This is how they spoke. uh, Like I'm 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 reading a lot of um, I I, last night I kind of got into a weird rabbit hole of looking at uh, reactions to Cowboy Bebop. And for some reason on Twitter, Joss Whedon was trending, like for no no legitimate reason, but people were very (laughs) angry about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, most of what I saw was in reference to um, the bantery style of dialogue in the live action Cowboy Bebop and how Joss Whedon is to blame for every show having oh my god bantery style. I'm like, why are you fucking kidding me? Like Joss Whedon, first of all, Joss Whedon did not invent sitcom ban- no, right. banter. Okay, well, no, to be fair, Josh Whedon he wrote Mash, he wrote The West Wing, yeah, he wrote right. you know like <laughs> come on, and um, all, like and then blame uh, him, and then a lot of the like actual negative critics reviews. Uh, I, I saw a few that were like, look, if you are not super duper uh, familiar with the source material, you will probably appreciate this more, which is a fair thing to say. That's totally fair. Um, and and yep. so like I, I am somebody that does not have a connection to the anime. I've only seen clips and of course the theme song we used to play in the comic shop uh, uh, endlessly. Oh. And um, first of all, so glad they kept it. Um, <laughs> but uh like I for just for context, I followed up the first episode of the Netflix uh, Cowboy Bebop with the first episode of the anime, which mm-hmm. is also on Netflix for right. those of yep. you that are interested. And um, I was surprised that it is actually a pretty close adaptation of the first story. It is crazy oh, yeah. close. And they did that on purpose. They, and yes, I'm they not did. sure why they didn't call the episode the first episode of uh the Netflix one, uh, Asteroid Blues, <laughs> but I mean, that would have been uh, pretty bad. But, you know, I also, you know, on that context, you know, they kind of did take that beat for beat for that first episode. Too. And again, I don't want to say too much spoilers. If somebody hasn't yeah, seen it. But. And it's just like, um, uh, the, like it's, it's longer, right? It's an hour or 40 50 yes. minutes versus mm-hmm. the half an hour. But also like it's way expanded. Like um, there's a there's a um, there's a moment where there's discussion about um, how. They they had they did a job and they got paid way less than they were yeah, supposed which to. Is typical. Right. Um, which, <laughs> which is every um, job they do. Yeah, is, it was, yep. is, which is breezed past in the anime, but mm-hmm. in the show, in the live action show, it is an entire like fifth. It's the whole fifteen minute first opening scene. Yes, uh, where you get to see that case gone wrong. Yeah, yep. And why they didn't get paid, and I was like, I freaking loved that opening. It was so yeah. well done. It was fantastic, yeah. and I I just I understand. If you don't like it because it's too stylistic or whatever, that's mm-hmm. fine. But I, I, I'm not going to count bad reviews that are like, it's just the chemistry was weird. And like, what's nah, up with nah. Spike Spiegel's no. hair? You know, like, okay, look, <laughs> well, you don't exactly know anything about it. This is why, like, when my wife takes me to musicals, I don't come out and write a review afterwards because I don't <laughs> know enough to speak critically about musicals. I can be like, oh, I don't even know. Hamilton? Like, the songs were good. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty good. That's where I stopped because I don't have the vocabulary, you know? 
Yeah. So there, there's some technicalities that if you are fans right. of these type of things that some people who don't right. watch and there's no, no shame in that, that they may not get. And that's okay. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of inside baseball in like Cowboy Bebop, for example, but totally. it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a, it's a bad decision. No. Um, well, and, and, and also speaking as somebody that is not an anime watcher on the regular, I actually kind of preferred the live action, which I know is mm-hmm. sacrilege. No, but like, no, that's fine. Because they, I mean, the, I think the anime is something that you need to like grow to love. It's not, it's not the sort of thing where it's like, you have to watch this and then you instantly love it because yeah, right. it's so like the, the presentation wise, it's so different. The way the actor, the acting is done is so different. Sure. Whether you watch subtitles or listen to dubs is, is a completely different experience. And so uh, like I watched it with uh, the American voice actors, which mm-hmm. were of course ridiculous and over the top, but I had also listened to it for five minutes with the original um, uh, Japanese voice acting, which was and also the over the top and ridiculous. Right. So they do it a hundred percent. And so it's like, well, it's animated. So everybody's exaggerating the way yep. they speak. And, and, and so, yeah, like I, I just, um, I, I was really impressed with how the show, the live action show translated it to live action. I, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. We, just last week we talked about how, in my opinion, there has not been any good anime or manga to live action adaptations. And I think this was the first one that I've seen that I instantly loved. I it, it just nailed me. I loved it. I love the anime. Uh, it's super yeah. important to me. And like, man, they nailed it. And Todd yeah. Turner in the chat says, I can't believe that Netflix gives you the option to skip the intro. I know. That is ridiculous. It, like, <laughs> That's the best part. Oh, one like, of the best parts. This will be the first show like, where I uh, don't. This is the first yeah, show like, where I'll be like, nah, I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> and he, he, uh, he compared it to Disney Plus giving you the option to skip that Marvel fanfare at the beginning. It's like, no, why yeah, would yeah, I want to do absolutely that? Absolutely not. That's I need how that. I get yeah. in the mood. <laughs> yeah, nobody watched Death Note, though, on that. On, I, I'm speaking on COVID. No, no, no more watched the Netflix, Death Note, or any of those others, but this one is, is, is fine. Yeah. Yeah, they nailed. <laughs> and one last thing um, before I get out of here, um, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Uh, yeah, No Way Home trailer. Um, I I don't disagree with with uh, Matt about having the old Spider-Man oh, villains. See, that's weird because nobody has the same opinion as me. It doesn't exist, so that's weird. But thank yeah. you, Damon. I appreciate that. Yeah, the only that's thing not what I, I said. <laughs> well, hold on. The only thing I will say though uh, that I didn't dis- uh, agree with that statement, that, um, what you said earlier about them, is uh, Electro's um, costume does look pretty badass. Oh, that well, I yeah. will it looks that. better. <laughs> it looks Damon, better. Like I, I'm, like let me tell you when I say, Damon, I'm gonna let that, Joe talk about this. And I'm going to move to the next guest. But Joe, finish your thought. It's good to talk to you, man. Yeah. Bye, Damon. Uh, when I saw that in the trailer, when Electro, who is just dressed it, like he's just like he's got some techie stuff looking on him. He's not all blue and veiny. Uh, he it, it, the electricity is like yellow and gold, like electricity. And um, when he does his electricity thing, uh. An image, an electrical shape of the ridiculous starfish mask appears on yeah, his face. It was there. And I almost died from <laughs> sheer delight. Zach, get in here, please. Save us from our nerdy selves, will you? Hey, hey boys. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Hey. hey. Uh, you know, it's going. Fair uh, enough. So uh, I, got a, I got a few things for you. Um, three things. First off. Did anyone catch the secret hidden Easter egg that I've seen nowhere in the Spider-Man trailer? I don't know. What are we talking about? If you take the first letter from every sentence that Peter says, <laughs> it spells Mephisto. 
It's confirmed. <laughs> Mephisto confirmed. That is an actual fact that I just now made up. <laughs> okay. Can, yeah. I thought this was going to be, be a QAnon thing. That, <laughs> that would have been wonderful. Like, total, yeah, total QAnon moment. Um, I, I also wanted to talk about Cowboy Bebop. I've only watched the first episode. It's perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. What what the hell do you want? I I totally agree. At this point, I totally yeah, agree. I don't know. It's, I don't I don't understand what anybody was complaining about. And like, is it stiff? I, is it a little weird? Yes, but that is what it is supposed to be. Like, yeah, and well, like, you, I don't know. I don't well, like the dialogue's like, weird. Here's what the dialogue from Cowboy Bebop is. Cowboy Bebop is the dialogue that a Japanese person would have if they learned English by watching Quentin Tarantino movies. Absolutely, sure, yeah, right. Like, uh, so like there was a there's a. Uh, and again, they talk, they com- were complaining about the banter. And like, I just watched the first episode of Cowboy Bebop, and there was a five minute scene where they argue about whether or not you can call a beefless beef and mushrooms, uh, beef and mushrooms, beef and bell peppers, beef, beef and, and bell peppers. Yeah, beef and bell peppers. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, bell peppers. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's he, like, he gets mad and he's stirring it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like, yeah, you can when you're broke. And it's like, that's like five minutes of the show is like they're arguing about the name of this dish that uh, Jet makes because <laughs> they don't have any meat. Uh, they can't afford any meat. And I was like, who, why are you complaining about the banter? That's so, so because stupid. Joss Whedon ruined the joke. Justice League movie. That's why. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's Shut true. Shut up. Uh, but uh, yeah, and sorry, Zach. No, go on. No, let's listen. And the, okay, just the voice of Jet, mm-hmm. the dude who plays Jet. John is Cho. He do, is that his natural voice, or is he doing a imitation? Not John Cho. Because John Cho. That's a John really Cho's good spike. imitation. Oh, Jet. No, I do think like he sounds kind of like that, but you can tell he practiced. He stood in the mirror yeah. and like practiced and looked at his face while he was saying something because it sounds like he's doing an impersonation. It's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it it's, really was. It, but it's a it's a very natural impersonation. Yeah, it, it, I just love it. I it's, think it's not great. rich at all, and I like that they didn't go for that with Faye. I think they it was smart to just be like, all right, let's actually put her in clothes rather than popping out all over the place and sticking her butt in the camera constantly because that didn't age so well but that was a thing at the time and like she's not like rail thin Faye looks like she could beat you up you know like she looks badass she looks good in her costume and she's also not speaking in that kind of squeaky kind of like she's one of the characters that just sounds like a real person absolutely you know now I I will I will say that like to be fair to reviewers, they are often provided with either a full season in advance or, or you know, first six episodes or whatever. Right. And um, so they have seen ahead of where a lot of us probably have. And uh, so they might, you know, they, they still have plenty of uh, time left to, like, tank this thing. But um, first glance, though, I thought it was a they like they nailed it. Um, there's also a character. um Ed is that the character? Yes, Ed. Yeah, uh, who is pretty divisive and who is um, a character in the anime that you probably have to tread very lightly with um, in a live action. I don't show think you do. The year twenty twenty one. I don't no. think you do uh, at all. I, I, this is this is me just reacting to what I've seen. I know nothing about it, um, and so. Uh, like, uh, but I know that the name of the 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 actor that is playing Ed is non-binary, uh, right? And and I think that's how um, you treat that character, just like the non-binary character in Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Just this is a non-binary character that acts right. like this. There you go. We can do that uh, now. I, I think if you I, did it in the nineties, so it would have been different. <laughs> but. 
Yeah, no, um, I, I'm just I just saw some like um, some worried, uh, you know, like uh, I don't know how they're going to pull this off, ah, but we'll BS. see. Well, like I don't, again, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I, I, I've never, do I don't it. know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I am impressed. I'm impressed. Okay, well, moving on because we talked about you talked about that a lot before. Uh, bromance, yes, it's uh, Jesse and Cassidy. Yeah, that's a good one. Good. Yes, that's excellent. a good one. Especially because yeah. I mean, what do real friends do? They they completely fuck up. I mean, they don't necessarily you know fuck their girlfriends, but they completely fuck up. <laughs> and what a real friend does is they find a way to fix that. Right. You know, out of character, and that's exactly what Jesse did or uh, Cassidy did. I think that's what makes them the perfect. And it was completely missing from the TV series. Yes. That was another thing. That there we, was no reason in the TV series for them to like have cared about each other. We just Never spoke about, up. we just spoke about preacher in our Patreon extra. And we were talking about uh, TV adaptations, like what makes them good or bad. And like the things that they chose to change in preacher was the biggest issue. Was the show bad? No, not necessarily. But when you know anything about the actual story, you start to look and go, well, why would you make that yeah. change? Like when you're, like, when you're trying, when you're judging it as an adaptation of a beloved, right? Like what piece of fiction, what right. did you think you were going to add by doing this instead of doing the amazing thing that happened in the story? Like I, absolutely blo- blows my mind. I don't get it. Zach, it is good to talk to you, man. Oh, Hey Zach, next right. week, he- next week, he man part two. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was going to be my one more thing. Yep, yep. I'm super excited. excited. We, super we, excited. We'll, we'll talk to you about we'll that. Talk, can't wait. We'll talk to you about that in two weeks. I can't wait to get on the internet and talk about how it ruined my childhood. John Bunger, jump in here. John Bunger, I'm yelling at you. Pay attention. Hello, hello. There he hello. is. This guy. Try playing D and D with him sometime. He's he can't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys hear me? All right. I'm out. I'm outside. I'm yeah. Outside. It does sound yeah, like you're, you're peeing though. Oh, okay. Well, I'll try to make it quick. Uh, I watched the first seven episodes of Cowboy Bebop. Oh, wow. Wow. And, uh, and I love it. Yeah. It's uh, a show I've always loved. Yes. And I'm, I'm the, nervous that Netflix looks at the lukewarm re- reception. And I mean, I don't think they will. I think they've kept crappier stuff on. Like, yeah, they put Manifest on Netflix and it was a hit. Uh, and and everyone was like, show. I, I like, hate this, is, this, this show and I watched it all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened to me. No, but uh, episode seven was like, dude, it was, it was almost made me cry. It was so good. Yeah. And uh, they haven't got to edit at that point. And what I have seen on that, I'm scared of the appearance and not because of how they handle it as far as uh gender or anything like that but just trying to like how goofy it looks okay Uh, we'll see we'll see we'll see it made me really cringe yeah i don't want ed to be a muppet i'll say that and ed was definitely Uh, was definitely a muppet on the anime but it works in an anime setting i don't need exactly i think that 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 was part of what i saw was like yeah We'll see. I, you know, but John Cho is freaking amazing. He is. Like, incredible as Spike, and it just gets better as it goes on. The only other thing that bothered me, in the first episode as I was watching it, it did bother me that they were sticking so close to the story and not just coming up with, like, new bounties and new cases. But you know what? I got over that real quick because they had so much. Um, but the only other... But then, yeah, uh, Jet's beard kind of gets on my nerves. I'm like, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just you need you need to like, you need to escape. You need to like trim that head. Do I mean, something. Now, that's yeah. what it, that's what it looked but like. Oh, uh, you know, it was just kind of. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> Some things don't translate that well. I but agree. No, he's 
he's great and Faye's great. And Faye's the subject of one that later episode that just had me just emotional. It was great. Oh, I bet I know where, uh, exactly where it's going then. Uh, you know, Spider-Man, I, I've lost my interest in it. Really? I, you know, the more trailers I see, the less I care about it. And I don't know what it is. I love the first movie. The first, second one was like, eh. I didn't love that he relied on Iron Man so much to become who he is. Uh, you know, I the think early that, movies, but yeah. they're still a, really entertaining. I think that that's a, that's a pretty common um, complaint you know, about I think the, it's, the MCU I think, version. Yeah, Whether, I think it was Chase, maybe uh, Chase on Twitter that got that bug in my head. And the more I thought about it, the more well, I'm like, yeah, yeah like, he's just that. He's just never had his chance. To, he's just never had a chance to be his own character he's right been iron man sidekick i mean he from was the, for from the jump he was for 15 minutes yeah. in the new in the first film but that's about it and then all of a sudden well, but yeah, even like, then that that comes you know. hot, that came hot on the hot on the heels of yeah. iron man taking him home from an adventure and right. it's like okay um yeah. so yeah i i think we haven't really had a chance to see peter parker be the f- be the friendly neighborhood spider-man you know right yeah so yeah and i think that maybe that's what i'm missing um, but anyway, I'm a little less interested. I am. I am kind of. I am interested in all the new Marvel shows that they announced. Totally. Yeah. Uh, they think those look great. The woman that played She Hulk, that played She Hulk, was in um, the HBO Perry Mason show. Yeah. She was oh, really that's right. That. Yeah. She yeah. was like the cult leader, but not the actual yeah. leader. She was just like the spiritual yeah, leader. Yeah. She was great. Oh, love her. Yeah. Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, I'll let you guys go. I said there, there's a lot of other hands raised. So. All right, John, get out of right, here. Bud. We'll Thanks, talk to John. you later, man. Um, yeah, Tatiana Maslany. Like, I, I I know that like not a ton of people necessarily are familiar with her work. Uh, she probably a lot more high profile since that Perry Mason thing. Well, Orphan um, Black, I think was. If, probably... if you have not seen Orphan Black, I mean, Orphan Black was a BBC show, so I think the audience was limited. Uh, was, it was a actually, bit smaller. It got a pretty. It was actually BBC America. Yeah, well, yeah. BBC America. I yeah, that, I make that distinction because it was an exclusively BBC America production. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it got a lot of American uh, era. But ladies and gentlemen, JD got a catch. Uh but <laughs> I think that like I, I if you have not seen Orphan Black, uh oh, that God, show that show is tremendous. It's uh and she like I, I can't believe she didn't get more recognition for I know. Like she played, she literally played like six different versions of the was, same I think character. She got like some Golden Globe nominations, but I don't think. No, she no, like no, no, no. I don't think anything. so. I don't think that that show got nominated for a ton of stuff until the very end. No, um, I'm not sure. There were 14 alters. Yeah, so she played 14 different characters on on Orphan I mean, Black. Was a handful and, that she just played like a voice on a radio and like the Russian and things like that in the beginning. Right. But yeah, for the most part, I think there was nine that she played like full on in the show. Yeah. Uh, so good. She it's was so nominated good. twice. And, so, but yeah. did not right. win. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, it's, it's, um, and, and they're like critics choice award. She got, yeah. uh, she, she earned one, she got one Emmy. Yeah. JD, um, what did you want to talk about though? Uh, well, I want to talk about the answer of the week. Okay. Um, and kind of lead into uh, a potential question of the week that I don't know. We may have already gone over. Sure. But, uh, so my answer of the week is uh, not a bromance, but a sh- I don't know what the female version is. But um, uh, Carol, uh, I, and J- I've been calling it a lady bromance. Sisters lady from bromance. another Mister. <laughs> yeah. That's what I believe uh, we call Carol, it. Carol, oh, Carol Danvers know, and Jessica Drew. Uh, That's Galentine's. a good one. They're Galentines. Galentines. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Captain Marvel and Spider Woman. Yeah, I love that. I've always loved that. That, and I'll yeah. throw Jessica in there as well. 
Jessica Jones. Oh, Jessica Jones. Because they're all buddies and they all know yeah. each other. And like one of my favorite things that Bendis did in that Jessica Jones uh, book that he wrote, like they would show like Jessica goes out to eat with Spider Woman and they have a conversation, and then like mm-hmm. Spider Woman goes out to eat with Carol and they have a conversation about Jessica, and yeah. then so, you know <laughs> it was just you know great. Like they're friends, but they're super catty, you know. <laughs> um, see now, I I remember that. Uh, I mean, I don't like I don't want to like be the guy. I don't want to be that guy, though. I am that guy. Um, Alias, I remember very distinctly Jessica Drew showing up in Alias as, uh, at first, uh, an antagonist because, um, and and several issues in, um, because um, Bendis wanted it to be about Jessica Drew and Marvel was like, no, we have plans for Jessica Drew. Yeah, she was a uh, scroll. And and ended up, yeah, Bendis had plans for Jessica Drew. And so she shows up. And attacks uh, Jessica Jones, uh, and, and a very vain, like a very f- fond memory is she calls her bitch cakes, yeah, <laughs> uh, which is uh, which is an insult that I have filed away for future use. Um, but yeah, they were not great friends at first. No, they became yeah, the, great uh, friends. The Kelly Thompson, the Kelly Thompson run on uh, on Captain Marvel has really highlighted that friendship really, really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do love Jessica and Carol. And Bendis' uh, new Avengers—they, you got to see Spider Woman yeah. and Jessica Jones like quite a bit. They were, they yeah. Were Kelly Thompson's cool. written, I think, all of them, but Jessica, but but Spider Woman because she also had a she also had a Jessica Jones run that was really good that had mm-hmm. a lot of good Carol. But but that, where I bring up my answer of the week or my potential question of the week is with all of the new MCU news and the fact that we are now planned out. I don't know, until like 2025 or 2030, practically, with new Marvel properties. What is a Marvel character that has not been announced or hasn't even had any rumors about that you would love to see in live action? I mean, Wolverine. Mm. <laughs> but no, there's, there's, there's been discussion and, and, you know, that Fox has got the X-Men and... Feggy said that the X-Men are coming and all of that. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But like, absolutely, yeah. Is just, that is a good one. Uh, you know, and I and I think we did do that, JD, but it would have been years ago. I, yeah, I think it was, it was years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, and Spider so, yeah, Woman is be, a solid that might answer. Be worth a, that might be worth a revisit. Spider yeah, Woman is I, definitely a solid answer, and I think it would people. I think it's too easy to be like, well, yeah, but she's just Spider Woman. Well, I mean, there's an aspect of Spider Woman like the spy, you know, that yeah. like spy intrigue yeah. thing, you know, that she does. Yeah. And, and well, and I like I think back then I would have told you uh, She Hulk. And now we're yeah. getting it. So yeah. um, we're in we're in kind of a we're in kind of an era of anything goes. And um, actually, I think She-Hulk would be a great place to introduce Spider-Woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or and I mean, also Jessica Jones. Yeah. Have She-Hulk be like, all right, uh, you're my yeah, private detective. Go get me yeah. pictures of that or whatever. And the private detective <laughs> right. is Jessica Jones. Just do it. And grab the actress, yeah. grab what's her, the, the B from apartment, whatever. And, you know, and yeah, put yeah. her in there, <laughs> uh, you know, Hey, just make them all Jessica's just, why don't we just make them all Jessica's? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Spider-Man trailer real quick. I wanted to just touch on a theory that I heard. Um, that second goblin is not a second goblin. It's the same goblin. Oh, uh, the theory that, uh, the longer they stay in this universe, the more they change and become this universe's version. That's uh, where you get Doc Ock's red arms. Right. The arms up. do change. Huh? Yeah. 
Huh. Okay. That's an interesting theory. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't figure out like why all of a sudden Doc Ox um, had like red pieces on his arms. Um, oh, because there's that scene where the, where they start turning red and he looks surprised about it. Oh, I don't remember. I I need to re- I'll have to watch that closer. I yeah. that. I do yeah, remember he that. Arms, at, he's like he's looking at it with kind of like amazement that his arms are doing that, and you know, and then you have uh, the, uh, Goblin version, and then you also have Electro's new costume. So, and that yeah, makes that totally makes sense with Doctor Strange being like, no, their reality cannot be here. It's going to cause a serious problem, and like things yeah. start getting really weird and messed up, and they like become alternating versions in the same reality and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, uh, um, yeah, and you know what? That, I don't hate um, that theory. That's a like that's uh, that's actually something I've seen in a lot of multiverse stories where um, characters start to transform to to uh, like they're in and out of phase with with the universe they're right. from. Well, and wasn't that kind so, of why it wasn't the Into the Spider Verse animated too? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they 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 glitched, right? But they didn't yeah. like uh, like Peter B. Parker didn't turn into the uh, Chris Pine Peter Parker, right? right. Uh, you know, but uh, but like I would, I think that that's fun if it's like, oh, he's becoming what this universe's Doc Ock would be, right? Um, right, right. But uh, Frank in the chat said, and I hope he's right. Um, uh, it does seem like this is the version of Doc Ock from the end of Spider-Man 2 where the um, the microchip blows out and he gets his mind back and he's a good guy mm. uh, where he like dies a hero or he's like, I'm not going to I'm not going to die under control of that thing. In, uh, I, and I hope that he's a force for good in the movie. I yeah. hope Doc Ock is a good guy. Uh, Sarah Tverdick's husband, John Tverdick, just said that uh, Electro has an arc reactor. Oh my god! I, I oh, need to watch cool. that trailer again and pay attention to all this shit. Yeah, I, I did not catch that. But my what the frig? With, <laughs> my only thing with Spider-Man with this trailer, and I kind of agree with I think uh, John Bunger is I am feeling a little bit of malaise toward it, and I'm really afraid that my biggest hope for this movie is there's no hope that it's going to happen, which is that we get Miles. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, really, I, I don't my, think so. Whoa, sorry about that. <laughs> and I have it laid out that, I mean, all we need is a post-credit sequence of sure. watching Peter's big, big finale on TV, and you just see a hand on the couch and the spider. That's all you need. Yeah, I mean, I'd like for them to hint at it. Like, it would yeah. be great if they hinted at it. Hey, or, um, or check this out. Miles, like, gets his credit cookie after Peter has jumped into the Sony-shaped portal to fly back to the Sony-verse. And now we have Miles in the Marvel universe as Spider-Man and Peter in the Sony universe oh, as their Spider-Man. Yeah. Now, look, uh, don't we can have Peter, but... I don't even want to get started about the legality. Like, oh, derivatives, derivatives count. Disney does not have control of miles any any more than they have control of peter <laughs> jd though, we gotta keep moving here so miles morales after the sony sale what's that well sony bought the rights to spider-man prior to miles morales yeah i think there. they only control spider-man and certain things i don't think mm. sony has any control over miles you know what that's a fair point i don't, I don't know i don't I, 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 I don't know how that works um yeah but um, yeah, JD, that uh, lots of good theories, and you have uh, opened the floodgates uh, to Easter eggs that uh, we did not catch. I wouldn't be mad at an Emma Stone Spider Gwen either. 
I would. I don't need Spider Gwen. <laughs> like I'm fine with that animated stuff. I don't. We don't need to go that far. I, I don't need. I want yeah. Spider Woman before I get Spider Gwen. Yeah, Baby steps here, now. okay? Because <laughs> like, next thing you know, Gwenpool's gonna get her own movie, and I'm just gonna be like, done. Okay, <laughs> but look, <laughs> Gwen, Gwenpool is not Gwen Stacy. I understand that. I don't care. <laughs> All right, JD, it's good to Gwen talk Pool, to you, brother. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, okay, JD? Talk to you later, guys. Bye, bud. Um, so something that uh, Frank mentions in the chat that I also forgot, I did notice, but uh, or was pointed out to us, but I forgot. Um, there is a scene towards the end of the trailer where uh, you see Peter Parker jumping towards um, three villains. It's uh, Sandman, the Lizard, and Electro. Right. And it is very, very clear that two of the three villains are not looking directly at Peter. Yeah, they're looking at and, something else. Um, something kicks the lizard in the face, and you, it's not there. So the speculation, of course, is that in that scene, it's actually all three Spider-Men, and they've edited them out for the trailer. It is. Um, it's not. And I think. I think it's <laughs> no. That was a joke. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's one hundred percent Toby and Andrew Garfield, totally. and one of them kicks the lizard in the face, and that's delightful. Brian Domingos. How are you today, sir? Guys, I'm I'm glad everyone's excited about Spider-Man, but I am exhausted by these trailers. I kind of am too. I'm feeling it's it. An, it's 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 there's like this cottage industry of people who like the the Charlie Cox Daredevil people who got themselves all juiced up last oh, week. Oh yeah. Was that this week or I don't know who even knows, but a hundred years ago. Yeah. Like, I, it feels like it was last this year. This is gonna happen. <laughs> this is like it. This is the time. Everyone right. get ready. You're not and then it doesn't happen and they're like um, Disney should be um, antitrusted and they shouldn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. And they need to like it's it's like the the hype machine is like who's steering it? It's just out of control. Yeah, just, it's, it is ridiculous. It's enough. We've been getting the trailers last, for this movie since before the last movie came out. The last, like. <laughs> and the last one was enough. Like I, I you know, and I, I, you know, Electro looked cool. He, you know, I'm glad they got rid of that dumb blue awful. Stupid oh man! Thing. But um, the electric starfish. It's funny. It's cool. I'm yeah. Uh, it's, do you do you think that uh, a comment I read online was? Do you think Electro still thinks in dubstep? <laughs> uh, do you oh, do, do you I think mean, po every time he uses his powers it plays a dubstep version of Pop yeah i sincerely Weasel. hope like when these characters do come through they like the year for them is still like you know 2004 right. <laughs> so, you know, yeah like, right the where, year they die and they're just like what is going on here he, he turns on his, his zoom player and it's like right you know, right. totally yeah yeah Ugh, ridiculous um but yes, I'm, I'm happy for everybody, but I just, I can't take it. Um, and, but I am going to bring my son to see it for his birthday. It comes out that Friday. Ah, nice. Um, nice. The only, the, that'll be the second movie in two years that I've seen in the movie theater. Um, the, um, I love the idea of, um, of uh, jo uh, Jesse Custer and Cassidy. They are a great uh, friendship. Yep. Um, the, um, I listened to those three um, patrons you guys did put, just put up. Um, on a long car ride this morning. Oh, um, nice. They were all great. Thank you. Um, and the, uh, yeah, the preacher show was, it was just a reminder of like how, like it was everything that I was afraid that they were going to mess up where they're like, no guys, we're really big fans. It's yeah. like, are you? Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> you, you miss, you, you like, sure about that? <laughs> you miss the point of everything. It's, like the, the, it's exact it, way I feel when America tries to make a Godzilla movie. 
It's the same exact um, way yes, I feel. It's, where there's yes. and this Godzilla versus King Kong shit, where they're oh yeah, we're, we're paying so much attention and like the fan base and and we just love yeah, the Japanese were, stuff they, so they much. Teamed up at the, they, Garbage. They teamed up at the end. Gar- I don't care heroes. whether they teamed up or not. It was a bad movie. If <laughs> they didn't do yeah. it right, it sucked. They gave <laughs> King Kong a magical axe uh, for no yes. like no reason. Yes. Why did where did he get a magical axe from, from? the center of the earth, Joe? Remember they went to Pelusadar, yeah, you know and. Like, fuck. there's we're at the point of like maximum adaptations and like we just i don't i don't again i don't know how to stop the train like we can we have like five years of no adaptations only new stuff and then after that 20 how about 2030 reboot anything you want but like we need i need a break because there's just so much (laughs) regurgitated stuff and it's like didn't this sometimes i'm like didn't this come out already haven't we seen no, like definitely. This weird, there's this deja vu of like this, this dev, I've already been like upset about this. No. Like, this is something that's already happened. It's like, no, no, no. That was just a preview teaser credit cookie. I'm like, well, oh, enough. So you let know, me ask you this. this. We, we've got <laughs> a, we've got a Spider-Man trailer with all these old villains coming back from other movies and shit like that. And we know there's a Flash movie that is coming that has similar stuff borrowing from other movies in the past and whatnot. Yeah, it's like, multiverse Flash. Yeah. Like, who did it first? Was Spider-Man written first, or did they rush this, or was the Flash slowed down? Oh no, they've, like, they've been talking about. Did the it Flash. happen simultaneously? Talking, you know, like no, so, they've been talking about the Flash doing Flashpoint since. Um, remember how yeah. many times that movie's been delayed? Right, that's right. So I, I think I want to. I like. I'm not gonna like. Obviously. This is truly a deep, um, MCU, ar- deep impact Armageddon moment. Yeah, I mean the, well, the MCU has obviously been planning multiverse stuff for a while, but that that flash that flash thing has been going on for years. Right. So let me. This is a. Um, I don't know. It's not a humble brag because it doesn't mean anything. But my my brother is a former um, talent agent who worked in Hollywood. Uh-huh. He worked in New York City. He was um, Ezra Miller's like junior agent. Oh wow! Wow. Um, yes, he also, he, he also, um, worked with Zoe Kravitz and got her on Batman. Like it's this big deal. Wow. Um, yes, it's like a big, yes. So the Ezra Miller thing, I knew about that four months, five months before anybody really knew about it because he told me like, this is the super secret thing. This is, it was 2014. So that was like when that started, like when he'd been cast, but they hadn't announced it yet. So like these things have been in the works for seven eight years yeah like yeah. It, it's been it's been really coming and, and happening um i do forever for some reason i do think that like i don't know it doesn't bother me as much in this dc setting for some reason i don't know why it's good because dc created the multiverse yeah i mean specifically the flash but i also first appeared in the this, flash. This no that's true of, like that's marvel true. perfected the multiverse like slow your roll yeah all right no one no one cared about captain britain that's where the multiverse came from, right? right? A- absolutely, Britain, yeah. The six one six. No one read those comics. Other no worlds and all that crap. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, other worlds. The worst part of every comic. It's it. Like I it, it is always the worst. Part. Uh, yeah, yeah, damn, you're one hundred percent, Brian. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like this idea that it's like, oh, they're this is what they do. It's like it's not what they do. Yeah, it is not right. what they do. No, but they, but movie licenses are movie licenses. And right. You gotta, how do we yeah. pull this actor in from this thing? And like you start thinking, of oh, course, we'll do the of course. But I think and the reason like, I and and. and and in the chat, Frank very rightly points out that like they've been doing this shit since the mirror verse in Star Trek, you know, in the 60s. So, right. Yeah, I mean, it was, and, and, right. and I would be stunned if there weren't um, 
something similar to multiverse stories in just like prose fiction, like dating back way far. And I think Frank just nailed it in the chat. He said, because the DCU multiverse is such a mess and it is. And I think it's why I don't care because we just go, well, yeah, it's a multiverse, whatever. Blah. And I don't want that mess in my Marvel stuff. I just don't want but that But how mess. is it more of a mess? Like, I don't understand why it's a mess. It's not a mess. It's the multiverse. That's sure. what the multiverses are. Uh-huh. You like, just said it. <laughs> like, that's how it's a mess. But I mean, but I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm, like, I'm not, but I'm, what my point is that, like, the DC multiverse is no more of a mess than the Marvel multiverse is. We still don't know any rules. We don't know what counts and what doesn't. Sure. We don't know what we're getting, like, none of, like, it's all the same. It's all the same. Just this week, and, we reviewed two DC comics where we were like, I don't understand one where this is taking place and I don't know if it's important or not, but why can't this just but take that place had and nothing feel like to do it. with the, But that had nothing to do with the multiverse and had everything to do with DC's weird branding and how they treat their stories. Uh, like it has nothing to do with like, and then Wonder Woman met an Earth 2 version of herself. Right. Like that's not what was going on in those books. Sure. No, and that's um, And it's just like, it's one thing to say, oh, this is black label, but it might as well count. Oh, except that Catwoman says the word shit. Uh, you know, and then she murders the Joker. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, as an old lady, it's like, okay, well, well whatever, Tom King. But, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's just like, yeah, okay, yeah, but that's not the multiverse. That's just DC being like, yeah, it's a story. Don't worry about it. Sure. Um, but like, it's always going to be a mess when it, when you're, when you start like, and now there's five, like, I'm, st- I am so stunned that they pulled off into the Spider Verse the way they did and how well they did and that. Everybody loved it. Yeah. And it's like that. It's such a it's such a, a wild idea to me that general audiences are like, yeah, the multiverse. You got it. I'm in. Sure. And I, I am a little nervous about whether or not they can capture that and pull the same thing off with this Spider-Man. I don't know. Yeah. I just anyway, I, Brian, I, sorry. I think the um, I mean, and I agree, Joe, that it's it's kind of like the the DC movie thing and the TV show like it all, it all counts because it's all at the same time. Like they're all, it, they don't need to be linked, but with the, we're in the situation with the Marvel stuff now where it's like, there is a multiverse, but this leads into this thing that leads into this thing. And this le- leads into this. And you have to right. see Dr. Strange too. And it's like, Oh, it's a multiverse, but like it, you have to follow it. But it's, it's not, not, yeah, it's, it's yeah, not it's, a choose your own adventure. It's, all, you it's still to, all the MCU, right? They're just, they're having their cake and eating it too. It, it's you not have like, to, it's not like you can watch Aquaman or Shazam and appreciate them for their own merits without going, well, wait a minute. How did this, how does this tie into Batman right. versus Superman colon and, Dawn of justice? When we get a and red I skull think, movie where the red skull is in the 1970s and he's a stand-up comedian, you know, and like captain America's nowhere to be found. Then we can be like, what is going on here? T- tell me, tell me more about this red skull, but what Paul Thomas Anderson's red right. skull. Yeah. yeah. Paul oh, Thomas hell, Anderson's God, red yes. skull. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's endless, potential for all those messes but i think it's it is weird that they're like there's a whole multiverse oh but agents of shield doesn't count yeah it's like wait <laughs> wait but it did yeah right exactly, <laughs> it was exactly. Like, really, like, remember they were like in between movies don't forget about these characters you love you love phil colson right he's like oh that show he's on that doesn't count yeah that's not <laughs> yeah. a real thing it's that's, almost like that, they were mad at somebody and they were like no yeah they were mad at no yes it, it, there's a very specific reason and that is that disney uh uh Disney wanted to take um, or wanted to give Jeff Loeb power over the TV stuff. And Kevin Feige was like, fuck that. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and he's like, I'm taking my MCU and I'm leaving. And Disney let him, which is weird because he doesn't own a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, like oh, they is, let, they let Kevin the Feige. Is what that right, is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. And they, so they let Kevin Feige throw a fit and they rewarded him for it. And thank God they did. Yeah. Um, I mean, they backed but, the yeah, right horse. So. They backed <laughs> the right horse. Yeah. It's like, like imagine if the, uh, the world, uh, imagine if you will, a multiversal world where Disney backed Jeff Loeb's version of the Marvel universe. Uh, and it's just like, well, mm, okay. That was fun I mean, for two years. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, but, I mean, you guys, you know, you do like daredevil and punisher and you, you want to, for some reason, see Kristen Ritter and another Jessica Jones thing. Where I think <laughs> she, she should be jettisoned into the sun because oh, I liked her. That show was awful. And she was awful. And again, another oh. show where they were like, you like this character? How about we get it totally wrong? It's like, well, you got this totally wrong. I like the really first season the- more than I like the second season. I'll say. Oh my god, with her superpowered like mom and all that. Oh <laughs> yeah, my, uh, yeah. And, oh and my like, god. I, I just I had a realization not long ago that I still have never finished watching the third season of Jessica Jones. There were three guys. There were three seasons that no one and remembers. Like, I could there's not a tell bl- you there's a black anything. hole of TV. Yeah, I could not tell you anything about the third season of Jessica third Jones. Third season other wasn't than, any um, better. <laughs> Other than I know that I was still waiting for Patsy Walker to actually become Hellcat. Yeah. Oh my God. And they ruined Patsy Walker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I I mean, I did love the, it's the, it's Trish, like child star twist. But other than that, it's just like, okay, I'm done with this. Ruining her character. They ruined her. Uh, Uh, So my, uh, my last thing, uh, the uh, best friendship, I was going through like all the classic, you know, I love, you know, blue beetle and and booster and all that. And mm -hmm. even, even the, the the superhero stuff, but the show I'm watching now that I can't get enough of Larry David and Leon Black every week. I love those two. <laughs> they are so funny, and the fact that he still lives in the the, the pool house at Larry's house. Yeah, and, love it. Um, mm-hmm. They are like Leon's the best, and and Larry be just being like down for anything. Yeah. The two of them are just like, yeah, they are. They are the most ride or die couple I've ever seen. Totally. Them. Yeah. They are amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially considering Larry does not like anybody. He's just like, yeah, this is the wagon I'm hitching my horse to. Let's right. do it. Yeah. We, we are together. <laughs> like super fancy best. fake street hardcore, you know? Like, oh my God, like, Leon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. He's like, let's Fantastic. do it. Brian, awesome. good All to right. talk to you, buddy. Uh, uh, Later, guys. Have a happy Bye, Thanksgiving, okay, man? David Robbins, get in here. Uh, Leon Black, not to be confused with American investor and friend of Jeffrey Epstein, Leon Black. Different <laughs> Apparently, Leon. Apparently, Leon Black is a real person. Different Leon, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, uh, he's also not portrayed by J.B. Smoove in real life. David Robbins, how are you? Doing well, gentlemen. How you guys doing? Doing good, man. What are we rapping about Thanks. today? Stupid. Uh, well, I have a couple of a couple things, but I want to give you a couple of quick answers to the question of the week. Okay. Um, so, uh, reluctant bromance, um, spike and angel. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Great. Loved Perfect. It. Yeah. I loved it. Um, but I mean, we all agree that Joss uh, Whedon ruined the world with that show, right? Yeah. 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 That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's, what, the, that's yeah. what the internet has decided. Yeah. Like there was no yeah. cancer before Joss Whedon wrote that banter. So, right. Uh, and the other one, uh, Atrocitus and Dexter. <laughs> okay sure yes yeah that's I a like solid it. answer <laughs> I mean, you know i so like silly, uh, but yeah and i like but I mean, red lanterns like, need friends too come I on just wanna, i just <laughs> i just want to give props to to dc and to jeff johns for not pulling any bullshit like no he's an alien he's not a cat he's an alien it's like no he's a cat 
Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's like an, alien. and not only is he just a cat, he's a cat from earth. He's a house cat. Yeah. Super he is a evil. Felix Domesticus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, yeah, no, he's not like, uh, what's a cat? No, none of this rocket raccoon bullshit. And I think they sort of hinted um, at the fact that like, yeah, the ring could have gone to like literally any house cat because they all hate you. <laughs> like they just put up with your shit and take your food more or less. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's that, um, the, uh, 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 Supergirl uh, finale. Yes. Um, People yeah, are super so, mad about it. Like I saw, like all this. I'm like, not mad about they it. They did it's the just, maid of honor, you know, dirty and whatever. Blah, 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 or maid of might. Sorry, you know, dirty. Oh, or the whatever. maid of might. Yeah. Uh, like, well, well, I don't even I, know like, what happened, but people were mad. I, I think um, uh, so. Uh, Supergirl's sister Alex got married. Uh, she married Jimmy Olsen's sister. Um, uh, who is a new character in the Small show. world in Metropolis. <laughs> well, they live in National City, and Jimmy Olsen was a lead character from the start of oh, Super Bowl, okay. so it, it makes sense. But, um, yeah, uh, so, yeah, she married uh, Jimmy's sister, whose name is, uh, I'm sorry, escaping me, but... Um, Kelly. Kelly, yes, thank you, Kelly Olsen. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's great and sweet, and their relationship is wonderful, uh, but people... Um, Supergirl is one of those shows where... Um, Matt Bomb. You're an old man on the internet. Have you? Uh, are you familiar with the concept of shipping? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like 22 years old, dude. Okay, yeah. So. Um, people, people, uh, online fans were like, uh, "Why didn't Kara and Lena get together?" Well, because they're friends. Uh, and there was nothing in the show about them having any sort of romantic connection. No, that, okay, uh, yeah. that yeah, I did see some of that, and that's one of those things where it's like, do we need more LGBT, you know, representation? 100 percent does that uh, mean that everyone the, uh, everyone yeah, on tv is gay everybody you know I like think, <laughs> i think you're also barking up the wrong tree um blaming supergirl for not having enough representation. right no totally yeah, um, i mean they did, anyway, they, they did yeah, the same sorry. thing to uh uh dean and uh what was the angel uh, the winchester yeah the yeah, win- supernatural castiel. yeah dean and castiel. and castiel they were like yep they're gay we all knew it this whole time they were gay and even the creators were like no no they're not like they and that's all right they're just friends people can just be friends <laughs> yeah uh but anyway david be friends and love each other yeah. but, you know, it's, yes you know, there's a there's yes. a thing that's platonic yes platonic love. i love joe uh, patrick I'm, he's too much of a weenie to kiss me on the mouth that's all right uh you that's know? a lie because you've kissed me on the mouth before i have forced myself on you several i was times. fine i mean in front of my mother and everything Anyway, <laughs> so like I enjoyed the finale of Supergirl. The only thing that I had issue with, and this is a bigger universe picture than anything else, is Alex gets married at the end of the show yeah. and Barry's not there and yeah. um, Sarah's not there. And maybe these are COVID restriction related actors aren't available. I'm things, betting it right? is. I'm betting it is. You know, but. Like a a three second line, we tried sure. to reach Sarah and Barry. They weren't. Yeah, available. or or they could have shown you know? up on vi- like they could have shown up on like view screen, right? They did. They wouldn't Something. have even need to have been in the room. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, and I guess like my I I thought the same thing. I I thought that it was so strange that um that Clark didn't show up. That Clark and Lois absolutely one hundred percent. But um, out of anybody, like why why wasn't Superman there? Um, yeah. but. 
I I can kind of understand uh, this. It was also kind of saying goodbye very specifically to the Supergirl family. Absolutely. And so where we at? Like so, like Wynn came back, and and uh, Monel came back, and Jimmy came back, and yep. even Cat Grant came back. Um, I'm guessing Superman didn't show up. Cousin wasn't there. But uh, well, I mean, it wasn't Supergirl's wedding. It was Supergirl's adopted Earth sister's wedding. But oh, okay. I mean, yes, he like still he should have been there. Right. But yeah. I mean, uh, I like I can I can understand an argument that like. Well, we're celebrating the family from our specific show, which is fair. But yeah. also, like, I, Flash and Iris got married and everybody from the Arrowverse was there. Yep. So, um, it, like, you know, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, really? Like, like <laughs> one line thing just in the script to just say that. Cut three seconds away from dancing. Put three seconds in of them just explaining why people aren't there. And I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's. <laughs> Again, it's just it's a bigger universe. They've they've gone out of their way to 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 mention people to explain that all of these characters are now in the same yeah. universe after this. Like, just explain why they're not at a wedding, right? Like Barry could make it. Yeah, he's got exactly. diarrhea, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, right. It, it's wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Barry's got the runs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, that's not where I was going. Come on, Hey-oh. you guys know I'm allergic to puns. God. Okay. I'm gonna break out in uh, hives. So, <laughs> right. so there's that. And then the one other thing I wanted to talk about, um, and I don't know if you guys care about it at all. Uh, G4 came back this week. Yes. Um, really? Uh, I've been trying been to figure out where I've been trying to figure out how to watch it in Omaha, or at least how to check it out. And it's on like a bits buried deep on a cable channel. I had Omaha, no idea. I thought G4 yeah, buried deep on a cable channel or YouTube. You, uh, G4 YouTube right, channel. I was going to say, they existed on, they, they never died. They just like went to an online format for a while, right? Oh, no, no, they, they died. They, they went died. They, Did they? Like, G4, like they salted the earth once that show burned oh, to the ground. Wow. Uh, yeah. Once that channel burned to the ground. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, and uh, like, by the end of G4, it was like, well, yes, X-Play is still on. And yes, Attack of the Show is still on. But also it's like, here's six hours in a row of cops and, and uh, a bunch of shows about cars. Yeah, cheaters. It's like, what? Yep. okay. And, and like, like, I liked G4 because like I liked X-Play because I liked the review shows. Yep. Um, Attack of the Show was goofy and fun and dumb. And yep. it gave me it gave me endless uh, things that uh, seemingly me and only Dave DeMarco remember, like Roger, the Stanley experience. Um, which was a Stanley impersonator. Yeah, uh, uh, that constantly joked about fucking Jack Kirby's wife. <laughs> and so anyway, there I was, Raylan Jack Kirby's wife from the back, and that's how I came up with the idea for the mole man. <laughs> um, but um, uh, they also would do like um video game documentary shows, and like they had a yeah. ton of great video game content, and then it was just like it just fizzled and then died. Um, yeah, um, they they came back. X Play is back with Adam Sessler. Um, they've added a couple of new hosts that are from like the the streaming world and and from uh, yep. esports. Uh, Attack of the Show is back. Um, Pereira is back as one of the co-hosts, although I'm not sure if he's on permanently. But Casim G is one of the new hosts, um, along with some other people. No, uh, Olivia Munn, I'm out. Well, like she, they, no, they've been mean, talking, they've been mentioning her. She's currently pregnant. Who knows if she's coming back or not? Probably not. But yeah, I would assume they don't have um, that kind of bucks. But no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she a movie star uh, now. And uh, they've added a, a show called Boosted, which is going to be about esports. Um, so that that seems right on brand for them. And B. Dave Walters is hosting uh, a D and um, show called Invitation to Party. Oh, fun! Fair so, enough. Um, yeah, so I like uh, they, there's a bunch of the coverage from this this first week that's on their YouTube channel. Um, 
they are the attack of the show seems like attack of the show, uh, which yeah. I'm totally fine with the first episode. They did around the net. They did feed. Uh, they did the, you know, the old, the old things. And like, I'm glad to see that kind of content out there again under a recognizable name. Yeah. Um, like I'm like, I'm a, I'm an older nerd, right? I'm, I'm in my forties. And, and so like, great. I like, I, I came late to G4. Uh, and so I appreciated it. Like I didn't really, I watched attack of the show sometimes and I thought it was cute a, a lot of the time and had fun with it. But I also didn't really like, gravitate towards that sort of like manic um uh segment based types of humor and also sure. i'm not i'm like a completely alien to streaming of any kind of, of video yeah. game streaming of any kind um not like not because i have anything against it it's just like i just don't i just don't get it i don't know it and um so i really love the idea of having a place on tv um because i again i'm an old man who still has cable um, yeah. to get video game content if I want it uh, or gaming yeah. content, not necessarily just video games. Um, and, uh, like, uh, and I, I think I see it as a, uh, as a way even to like maybe get introduced to some of these, like, um, some of the better, you know, um, do you streamers. E- out do there. you even Twitch, bro? Come on. I don't Twitch. I don't. <laughs> hey, Jesus. I, I do not Twitch. I signed up. I signed up for a Twitch account because uh, uh, our friend from Legend Comics and Coffee, Christopher McLucas, had a Twitch channel um, that I created the logo for, and I wanted to see him on Twitch. And uh, and uh, like I, I never, watch, I Twitch to watch Critical Role. Oh, there you go. Like, and there's yeah. lots of stuff that you can see on Twitch that's not just some girl with her boobs out playing video games. What what else so. would you watch? I don't know. Are there naked dudes? Because I would watch that too, but I just can't. Well, find I it. mean, if you look, if you look <laughs> hard enough, I guess that's called OnlyFans, Matt. That's called OnlyFans. Oh, uh, yeah, that was another only thing. Fans. Gotcha, David. We're gonna finish up here. Wait, but, wait, hang on. Oh, hang you on. got one more. You got one more. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, yeah, so we steamrolled. Let's let him go. No, no, it's 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 related to to G four and upcoming with Thanksgiving. Um, two things that I watch every year because they just have some sentimental value for me. Uh, the West Wing episode about the Butterball Hotline. Yep. Yes. Uh, because it's yep. fantastic. Uh, and if you've never watched it, there is a Black Friday ad pro a preview from like 2012 from Attack of the Show with John Barrowman and Matt Myra, where <laughs> they were hosting Attack of the Show. And Matt Myra is like a sports commentator with chewing gum with a telestrator uh, <laughs> making inappropriate drawings over the ads showing what's uh, what's coming out for sale. That's hilarious. Uh, okay. <laughs> Barrowman is laughing so hard at what is going on while they are on live television that he can't stand up straight. <laughs> okay. That's great. I will have to so find I, that. I recommend Black Friday attack of the show. I think it's 2012. Nice. Nice. See if I can find it. David, good to talk to you, brother. Have a happy Turkey day. Okay. Thanks, David. All right, Jimbo, get in here and close us out. I got to go have an anniversary today because it is. Look, we have to get to the voicemails. We promise. No, you're wrong, Joe. And you can talk to my wife about that if you'd like. But (laughs) Jimbo, talk to me. Okay. So all this bebop talk has reignited my passion I, I will watch it I won't, I won't drunk watch it I'll watch it contently now yeah, yeah. It, it's great I'm I, I'm scared I'm scared I, I, I get it and I, I was a little worried too until I like saw all the preview stuff and went oh they're just doing it they're just yeah. doing it and that's what they did they just did it and I, man I love it Jim okay, I love uh, it. best friends we're gonna go gone and kill off from Hunter Hunter 
Okay. Um, they are, they're just the best. Uh, they have a great relationship. They get good quiet moments in the, in the manga and in the anime. Um, let's see. Spider-Man trailers, way too much, way too much. Too much is going on. <laughs> Like, is that final scene in the trailer, like the final scene in the movie? Did they ruin the movie? I, okay, here's ah. the other thing that I want to bring up about the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. I feel like we have not yet had a Marvel trailer that has revealed this much. And it seems to me like maybe there is something else that we don't know. And they are giving us this giant red herring for something that isn't the end of the movie. Like, what if this, this, this crap happens an hour into the film? I mean, that would be, that would be ideal. I just feel like they, we, they've never willfully given us this much, right? Am I wrong there? Well, I mean, I, I I think that I, I, I think that it looks like we're seeing more than we actually are. What are we really seeing that there's a multiverse? Well, we knew that that Doc Ock is in it. Well, we knew that. Like what else are we? What else are they revealing? They aren't revealing any actual plot points. We don't really know anything other than Doctor Strange casts a spell. But it does look like they're showing us the end of the movie, a big fight and all this stuff. And they revealed all the villains are here. But and like, lots of trailers do that. Lots of trailers show scenes from the from. I from don't know the, that Marvel. Does. No, they do. The only, the, uh, the, only, the only thing that I that I saw that was interesting was I guess Doctor Strange two was supposed to take place before this movie, but they had to do the 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 timeline got switched. So that's why the spell is cast in this movie. Uh, yeah, I don't more. know. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I know they filmed both very close together, but I always right. thought Doctor Strange 2 was supposed to be after this mm-hmm. Spider-Man movie, dealing with ramifications from this Spider-Man movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know. Like, I, I do know that the t- I, I do uh, think you're right, Jim, that um, the schedule has shifted some. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know in what I don't know really yeah. in what ways other other than like I stopped paying attention to any firm dates once Black Widow was like a year late. I was like, OK, whatever. Yeah. I like even I think Eternals was supposed to come out a year ago, too. And, you know, I didn't. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like I, I think that I think that um, movie trailers are deceptive. And I think that like there was something I just saw a trailer for. Uh, something I saw a trailer for just the other day uh, for a movie I just watched. And I was like, that scene is actually from the last like five minutes of the movie. And it's not like you don't know it when you see the trailer. Right. right? You don't uh, like you only know it if the movie's fresh in your mind and they don't reveal anything. It's like, well, yeah, they've just they used a cut from the finale of the movie, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Um. And and so yeah, I I I think that there's more story than the trailer is letting on. I I think that um, it feels like a lot, and it is a lot because it's overwhelming. Um, but um, you know, I think that we're I think we're still going to be in for some surprises. At least I, I hope. It just I, at I least I hope. I've never gone into a Marvel movie feeling like I know as much as I think I know after seeing these trailers. Uh, but if it, if Marvel has taught us anything is that we always think we know something. That's what I'm saying. That's always e- wrong. That's exactly what I'm saying. What if we're completely <laughs> wrong? What if this is not the big thing that happened? This is part I mean, of it. Like uh, for all we know that that joke Zach made about every first letter and uh, every line of Peter's dialogue right. spelling Mephisto is actually accurate. Jim. Yeah. Lastly, Wheel of Time. Never the books, not bad. 
first three episodes? Um, I thought that, like, I watched the first episode. Uh, I, I thought that it was very slow. And then at the very end, it gets real crazy and real fantasy action-packed. And yeah, I, I thought it was well done. Yeah, kind of feels that way. So never, I've never the books interested. And that's all I got. So I recently decided, like, you know what? I've never experienced real time. I'm going to listen to the audiobooks while I walk my dogs and stuff like that. And I've started listening <laughs> to the first audiobook, and I am finding it boring <laughs> like really boring and this is coming from a dude that loves dune okay yeah that's, ooh, ooh, yeah, that's a good point i i like game of thrones i burned through those and like loved them but wheel of time i am halfway through that first book and it is not grabbing me and I don't know. I mean, I'm going to give the show a chance because, like, look, you put fantasy on TV. I'm in. Let's go. I, I, I think um, I think Wheel of Time is something that's uh, maybe maybe just like Dune Dune is um, is something that is appreciated more if you were exposed to it at a younger age because it's been around forever. Could be. And um, like our friend Aaron Myers was like the the Wheel of Time books were hugely important to me growing up. Yeah. And no, I, and, like, I know I tons of people that until love until they started making comic books of the Wheel of Time novels i was like i didn't even know the what the i'd never even heard of the of wheel of time um so it's just yeah it's one of those things where uh i think you had to be there you know yeah could be jim good to talk to you well i'll watch more wheel of time and uh get back to everybody on it but uh can't say I'm real excited, and the critics have been a little harsh on it too. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, look, it's getting better reviews than uh, Cowboy Bebop. It is, it is. Um, uh, nobody, uh, nobody mentioned Hit Monkey. Uh, I will give you my. Did you watch um, it? I I watched the first episode of Hit oh, Monkey. Okay. Um, it was not funny. Really? Uh, like I like, and here's the thing: you would think it would have to be funny. Yeah, because like, what else do you do with Hit Monkey? Because if it's played too seriously, it is ridiculous. Like it is a monkey in a suit wearing sunglasses using machine guns. That's right. stupid. Um, and so it sh- it needs to be played for laughs. And the first episode, other like don't get me wrong, there are some jokes. Um, Jason Sudeikis plays one of the main characters, and he is great in the role. Uh, and you know, God bless him for trying. But everything else about that show is just like, what is why? Really? What's the, what is happening? It, it, and I don't even know if it's the show's fault. I just I, like I never cared about Daniel Way's hit monkey. I, I ne- yeah, no, I, and I'll I, take no, it further. I don't care. Never cared about Daniel Way either. Like he he never yeah, he just yeah. didn't write comics I cared about. I know people liked some of his stuff. I'm not saying he's terrible. I, it just his stuff never grabbed me. I, I mean, I yeah, no, I wasn't a fan of his comics. Um, but yeah, no, I just like hit monkey. Okay, yeah, it's funny. It, like it should be funny, and it's not. Like the first episode is not funny. And um, and I don't mean like they tried to make it funny and they failed. I like just they, mean no, it's not like funny. they played it serious. Like it's it's for the most part pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like this is a weird approach for yeah. a character for Hit Monkey. Yeah. And, and so I don't know that I will re- return to it. Otherwise, like okay, um, let's show Hit Monkey after he's had liver failure because he was an alcoholic, and this is the story of him like trying yeah, to find yeah, his way like, in the world. You know, sober for the first just, time. Hit Monkey, right. clean and it, sober. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I'm I'm very confused at their approach to the subject matter, and I don't know that it it will certainly didn't hook me. Um, and it didn't like speaking as somebody who didn't care about the comic, they needed to hook me and they just completely failed. Yeah. So well, that's too bad. 
thanks to everybody that played along and chatted with us and hung out. Totally awesome. We love you all so much. We do have some voicemails that are piling up. So we're not going to have cover to cover next week because it's a holiday week and we're taking the week off. But we will catch up on all your voicemails for a very special holiday cover to cover edition. And that'll come out next week instead of regular cover to cover. So watch for that. And surprise turkey day treat. So be sure to check. It's going to be in your podcast feed. You're going to love it. But before we get out I mean, of here today. Not a surpri- you, you, you told, you, we've done it. We've told them on the show. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. Oh, we didn't. No. Oh, we just told them we were doing something. I've kept okay. the top secret. Yes. Joe oh. Patrick. Apparently, I kept the top secret from you, too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mm. Boy, I hope I'm prepared. But before we get out of here and start our turkey day prep, Joe Patrick, set these nerds up with a new question of the week to rumble in their tummy. Yes, uh, let this one percolate uh, for a couple weeks. Uh, this week's question was submitted by Guillermo Rodriguez via the THN Facebook fan group. Uh, Guillermo, I apologize if I butchered your name. Guillermo. I, I believe I know that we've already talked about that years ago. <laughs> the last time I mentioned you by, by name. Uh, quote, so I randomly found Chris Star number eight. Oh. In one of my long boxes, and Woo. I don't remember. And I, don't, I don't remember ever buying it. I don't think anybody um, ever bought a Crystar. I think they just ended up yeah, with people's collection. Just happened. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Um, f- uh, for those of you that uh, don't know or did not hear us talk about it on the show, uh, Crystar number eight is the issue that um, Danzig swiped an image for his logo from. Yep. Um, that weird scully thing at the bottom of the cover that Danzig uses is from Kristar number eight. Well, and there's a reason why. That Kristar series is one of the most well-known and terrifying horror series ever written. Yes. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Kristar, um, the ruler of crystal whatever. <laughs> yeah, Kristar, crystal warrior. Um, uh, he goes on to say, I am a huge Danzig fan, so I am very happy uh, and confused to find it in my collection. <laughs> Has anyone ever found a gem in your collection that you don't remember getting and made you feel like you struck gold all over again? Oh, I so love this it. is kind of a, this is kind of a, the flip side to that you found this at a garage sale right. or in a thrift store. It's like you owned this book. Right. You have no memory of ever acquiring it whether you bought it or it was gifted to you or whatever. Um and once you found it you were like I'm rich. <laughs> uh, and I do have, I have uh, a couple of moments like that. Matt and I should both have moments like that. Oh, definitely. From our time uh, working in the trenches. So. Most definitely. That'll be fun. And we will discuss it not next week, but the week after. When we come back, recover to cover. Everybody, like we said, have a safe, healthy holiday. We love you very much. My name is Matt Bomb. My name is Joe Patrick. And as I like to remind you each and every time it comes up, I love you more than that. It's true. This is the Two-Headed Nerd, signing off. I don't love anyone. I salute it to nobody. (laughs) 